Welcome back to Chinese Food Fish. I am Andrew. Um, nice to meet you guys again. Why am I saying nice to meet you? I don't know. I feel like it's been, I'm rusty. Um, I'm joined with Moses and Mansour. Um, what's up, what's up, guys? Yeah, yeah, man. Good. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, like before we were talking, like there was so much madness that's been going on. It was even hard to pick where to start. So I think rather than wasting time with chit chat, we should just get straight into one of the hot topics that's going on right now, which is um, the Ashley Banjo situation. Um, that is basically what's the guy? He's from Diversity, isn't it? Um, yeah. He did a poor performance on um, a Black Lives Matter performance on ITV, mm-hmm. and then he received like the large, like the, the largest Ofcom complaints in history on <laughs> for a performance uh, <laughs> for Black Lives Matter performance. And I just, I, I mean, I'm struggling to comprehend why. Twenty-one thousand six hundred and seventy-three complaints. The the lo- the most. Lo- <laughs> The long, the largest complaint ever in history, and I'm trying. To, I'm I'm struggling to comprehend why a performance on Black Lives Matter managed to generate as many complaints as it did. Um, have you guys got any views on this? Boy, boy, it's a, it's a mad thing, you know. Because like, if that's <laughs> If if you're gonna have that many complaints over just a little tutu's choreography, like I'm sorry when things really hit the fan and like you know, like nah. Also, you know, was it only a couple of weeks ago we were talking about how the BBC said the N word and didn't apologise and openly like had the opportunity and chose not to mm-hmm. until Sideman stepped in. Did they actually ever officially apologise? I'm not too sure. Nah, no, I don't so think their, ever their statement, no, their statement was they gave a reason why they did it. They said the family, yeah, yeah. they said the family said um, they wanted them to air it to show the yeah. harshness of it. And they spoke yeah. in a boardroom of people where they they all agreed that they should go ahead and say the word. See, yeah. here's the problem I have with that. Yeah, your license fee is like, who was in that boardroom? I'm like, in a situation yeah. like that, I'm like, mm-hmm. logic as a person that is black just says, just don't say it. Do you get me? Right, so I'm yeah. like, <laughs> I want to know who was in that room. But anyway, that wasn't my point. I'm like, we're not even that far from that event, yeah. But a little bit of shimmy choreography took the record for Ofcom complaints when it was trying to highlight, you know, a noble cause. So it, it, it just goes to show you, man, you know, when Stormzy did that article, say in the UK, 100% comma is racist do you know what I mean uh, it's not founded on untruth do you know what I mean what makes people so uncomfortable about that that they you know what like I don't know what the process of let me just quickly google it yeah what is the actual process of an Ofcom complaint because I'm like is it as simple as just going online and filling out a form I'm like there's a lot of effort in that you know it's not like you can just like a picture and that counts as a complaint like so you've got to think, 21,000, nearly 22,000 people got on their computer, filled out some sort of form, and like complained about something to try and liberate the struggle of racism uh, towards black people. I'm just like, boy, just show you where we're at, man. 
I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, during the lockdown, we asked these other uh, question about when, how everything, everything was burning down. We were like, is this actually a change where everything is burning down and we're mm. making a difference? But what I said, I remember saying is, I feel like it doesn't feel like that until we get to some kind of normality. And mm. I think we're getting to that point of normality now where we're seeing people just revert back to their old ways where mm. things like Black Lives Matter and the things that were highlighted during quarantine <clears throat> don't matter anymore to their lives. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I would second that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't feel. And I think like yeah. yeah sorry. Go ahead. No, go on. No, no, no. I think like one of the big issues with the whole BLM thing was about tackling white naivety, right? Um, and I don't know the demographic breakdown of the people that actually complained about this. I'm assuming a lot of them were white Caucasian people. I'm assuming that. If I'm wrong, then obviously all of this is null and void. But let's say that most of them were. Then this goes this it goes into the heart of the whole white naivety thing, which is actually even bigger than the whole choreography um, choreography issue because it's like white naivety is almost like you don't like to be confronted with either what you're actively encouraging or what you are a passive beneficiary of and so it's like if this choreography shows a guy kneeling on another guy because you're actually confronted with that in a performance um you know it it, it triggers something in you to actually make that complaint and the scale of those complaints suggests that actually the white naivety has not really effectively been tackled because otherwise you would you would you would you would rationalize this as something like um a bit like you know when the athletes did the fist the, the fist up for like the black panther thing like yeah. way back when and mm. i think it's a bit like that unless you actually tackle white naivety properly then you'll get like the scale of these types of complaints time and time and time and time again because mm. that's that's where it comes from i think that naivety which either you're because you're a passive beneficiary of the the status quo you don't like it because you think it's offensive or if you are an advocate of the status quo you actively don't like it because it goes against your social status right mm. and i think like one of the topics I, I won't talk about it but one of the topics that we did talk about potentially looking at was how in in football and stuff they um they've changed it from black lives matter to no room for racism and so that dilution has come now as we're approaching let's forget the whole six person thing but as the main period of lockdown has ended mm. that has occurred and that again is linked to naivety right because mm. one of the big issues was that actually the black experience is distinct even from other accounts of racism yeah. so it's like until that naivety is tackled you'll get like a dilution of of um concern for black issues and you'll also get people still being triggered by these different um these different things which which uh visually are prominent you know in, in like choreography and stuff so i think that's what this is a symptom of that actually not really much has changed on a societal level but what I just failed to understand is the fear behind, like you said, when they changed the slogan for football, um, the idea that word Black Lives Matter is something that, it, it seems like it actually is an offensive word to people 
that it's have just, this status quo. They feel, to me, it sounds like they feel that Black Lives Matter, which you I've heard from ignorant people, it's like, why don't you say all lives matter then? So the idea is that they feel, when you say Black Lives Matter, they're saying nobody else matters but Black Lives. And they have this constant fear, even though the general, the whole point of Black Lives Matter is, can we be put on a level playing field with you? Um, and they don't seem to understand that. And I'm struggling to understand the concept where when you hear Black Lives Matter, because in football, I remember there was a, there was a presenter that had, um, he's not on Sky anymore, Matt Letizia. Like, do you remember Matt Letizia, oh, yeah, yeah. Phil Thompson and Charlie Nicholas, they've been sacked from Sky. But they said Matt Letizia, I remember they put an article that he was already in, um, embroiled in some controversy when he was wearing a Black Lives Matter pin on television. Like, that's controversial that he was supporting a movement where he feels that black people should be equal and the fact that you're talking about no race room for racism in football but when i say i want to be treated the same as you in football you're saying that's a problem why is he wearing a pin supporting black like they feel like you're supporting black people not white people and i think it goes back to that naivety man that's the naivety that actually you're you're too scared to actually confront or to actually come face to face with black, quote unquote, black, black, black issues, black concerns, black, black, whatever. You're too scared because you're in that naive bubble. Like a lot of the people that actually feel like this, they might not even be malicious people. Mm. I, I, I make the distinction between like malicious racists and ignorant racists. They're both, there's, there's two types of ignorance. Like there's yeah. the innocent ignorance and then there's the, the malicious ignorance. But regardless of what variants of ignorance, ignorance you are, if you're ignorant, you're actually scared to confront black as a, as a, as a bracket or as a category or as a, as a label, whatever you want to say. I think that's mm. what this is down to, man. And yeah. the thing is, like, it's, a, it's a process which is to, to actually tackle that naivety. It's a long-winded process. You have to go through a period of deep reflection, deep education. But as a society, we're more prone to short-termism. We're more prone to um, empty performative acts like on social media and stuff. So when you go about and you're messing about like that, then (laughs) and you don't actually fully reflect on who you are, are, what you are and how you benefit, but you just state it, then you're you're gonna feel, oh, this is offensive oh, this is this, this is that. You're just going to feel like that because that's how you're programmed to, to feel. Oh, but then can you tell me, how did it, get the, how did it break the record of Ofcom complaints? This, this, is, this is what I'm saying. Like, I mean, to, it would have been a joke to hear, oh, they compl- some people complain about Black Lives Matter or whatever. And like, it's like, because you, when you hear like some people complain, it's like, okay, like you just got too much time in your hands, stop complaining. But it felt like it was a collective decision for people to get together and complain about a dance. Yeah, like, like I, I don't get it. And it just tells you, and the problem is, like, we're living in the country with the people that were complaining about this. Well, here's what I always say, yeah. When it's, it's, it's different when you live in, like, say, London, Birmingham, Brighton, Manchester, yeah. But I always say to people that aren't from England, or even are from England, it's when you go to a service station, yeah, when you're on the motorway, <laughs> and you go to like a service station a couple hours out of London, 
that is the real British public. Like, what yeah. we have here in London is a bubble. What yeah. you get in Brighton is a bubble. It's like we're less than, you know, 4% black people of the UK population. So it's like with all this going on, it's easy to sometimes think there's more progress being made and there's more, like, yeah. there's more um, allies on our side. But when you go to them, you know, little, little chefs or the Burger Kings in the middle of <laughs> Scunthorpe, and you're like, you're the only black person there. Like, that's what you're fighting against, you know? So when I really think about it like that, I'm like, yeah, it doesn't surprise me, you know? It really doesn't. Because what Mansell said, it's like, it, make, it can make, if you're not, if you haven't done the work in educating yourself, it can make you so uncomfortable to the point you're like, well, you know, why should we have this on our TV? Why should, you know, I don't want to see this, you know. Uh, it's Britain's Got Talent. I'm not sure if it's BBC. It's ITV, isn't it? Yeah, um, ITV, man. So you can't I didn't even know it was like, still going, you know, by the way. No, neither, neither. You can't even be like, oh, I've paid my t- license fee. But, you know, like, that doesn't yeah. stop them. Like, yeah. so, it, I wish it didn't surprise me, but it doesn't surprise me. Have, um, yeah, have um, ITV apologised after receiving the complaint? Because... I remember you sent an article about Alicia Dixon saying mm. that she, if they apologised, she wouldn't do walk away. Well, so that was actually a fake story, apparently. Like, some journalist uh, made that up. So it's just like, it's even more, like, you know, deep. Because I'm like, hang on, someone made up a story, like, almost race-baiting. She didn't actually even say that. But she was like, you know, I do stand in solidarity with Ashley Banzo and stuff. But I'm not too sure if they've apologised or not. To be honest, um, I haven't followed it that far. Well, the yeah. thing is, as well, like ITV, they benefit from th- this controversy because they'll, they'll, you know, if the show is, I don't know at what st- at what stage this is, but like people will tune into the show next week, for example, if the show is still going. Or mm. ITV are just happy for the publicity. So, mm. and and this is it. Like you got all these companies like a few months ago coming out in support of this, coming out in support of that. Like, these organisations, they just like to be on, they like to show uh, empty gestures that they're on the right side type of a thing. Really mm. and truly, if they, apolo- if they don't apologise, it's not because they're defending the black cause. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, mm. but people, um, people might want them to do that or they might see that they, might see that they don't apologise and think, yeah, you know, ITV are with it. And I think we have to have that hindsight that ITV are a channel and that fundamentally they're out for views and they prefer controversy mm. over just bland, dead-ass acts that go week in, week out. So I, was gonna say, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I mean you're very, you're, you're on the nail with that as well. And one of your favourite shows I want to like that, that mentioned stuff like that love controversy is ITV, Good Morning Britain. I know you love it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know you yeah, love yeah, Good Morning yeah. Britain. I know you love Susanna Reid. I don't even watch that, you know. I know you I love Susanna Reid and Piers Morgan. Um, <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the thing is, like, did you hear Piers Morgan? He made a statement saying that you guys are the problem. Like, did you, have you seen it on, on TV where he was like, you guys are the problem. You guys are the reason. Like, he was basically saying that, I'm putting this in quotes, he was supporting the dance. Because, you know, when he had these moments of righteousness where he all of a sudden realizes that there's struggles when he when he needs to yeah when yeah. it's not trump related but yeah. um but let yeah. me tell you yeah man a broken clock is right two times a day yeah that's all i'm saying yeah yeah 
That's all I'm saying. I'll yeah. let people interpret that how they want. Yeah. Me, if it's a broken clock, I'll dash it out, even if it's right. Because in a yeah. minute's time, it's going to be wrong. But do you and know, it yeah. won't be any use to me. <laughs> but no annoying me, like hearing people like Piers Morgan, Susanna Reid on Good Morning Britain, and they're saying things like, oh, it's, yeah, it's so disgusting. And like, <laughs> like uh, as, as bad as it sounds, it's just like hearing two white people talking about it doesn't make me feel any better or any kind of change. Like, no, no one in that room understands. But you know no, what, no, though? No. Also, I don't know if I want to see any black people going there to talk about it either. No, but yeah, because you, you know they always <laughs> tell the black man out in there. Sure. I, I, I don't need to see Ashwa Hirsch again. I don't need to see um, Dr. Shola. I don't need to see ZZ. Like, I don't need to see any of them, like, talking yeah. about it. Like, I think it's, it's tough because... If you don't fight the fight, you know, they can get away with it. But equally, I kind of love when you just leave them to their own nonsense. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. let them deal with it. You know, it's your problem. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. obviously, to a degree, you can't always do that. But in them situations where it's like TV, I'm like, nah, man, black people just stop going on them because it's like, you're not doing yourself any favors. But, favor the, but then for you to have to go on a show, like say if you yeah. were embroiled in some, if you had something in your, your industry, where there mm. are some races, and then mm. they wanted to bring you in to talk about your industry as a whole. You wouldn't want to give them that enlightenment. There's not one piece of check that could make me go and debate racism on live TV. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, what is there to debate? I think it's more powerful not going. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. why? Personally, for me, I obviously understand why people do it, and don't get me wrong, it needs to be challenged. I'm not saying yeah. no, but I'm just like, if something happened in my world, which does happen all the time, I'm like, why am I sitting on a panel? Put your money where your mouth is, innit? Do you know what I mean? Or else don't talk. Don't put up a black square. Don't do this. Don't. No, no, no. I'm not about where's, that where's your systematic change? If you've got power, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, what are you going to, you know, like, but that's just me, innit? Like, no, but you know what? You're right, Moses. And like, I, and like, you've come out with this, this before, and initially, I was on the other side of the argument. I was like, you know what? No, we need to go and challenge these people stuff, you know, X, Y, Z. But like now that hearing your view and then thinking back and even the line of questioning that like black people actually get when they go on these shows. Yeah. And even if it's not a hostile environment, mm. it's, it's almost the case. Like I think that people that go on, first of all, they are, even though they might be the voice of authority in that specific context, they're not the voice of all. You can't ever represent a community with one person, like no. a Carla or an Apple Hirsch or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, I think there is a, the more that I've actually listened to you come out with that, the more it's made me think that actually that setup is actually flawed and you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 You know yeah. what would be better, yeah? But they'd never do it. It's like, well, hang on. If you're so committed to the cause, why doesn't Piers come to like a little community meeting in Tottenham where you get like one pastor, you get one mother, you get like you get people, 10 people from that community that have been offended versus you want. You're not the one chairing. You are a visitor. Like you come to our, did it? Like, but that won't happen. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. You know what I mean? No, They're but when they come, said. they'll come with their cameras to prove, look at me. It's like, it's like when people go... No, to, but come with the cameras, but it's like... It, but even that, that's why I'm like, it can't be their platform. If they're really committed to it, 
go sit on a like say for example they came and sat on this podcast you control this podcast you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but because it's itv it's in their pocket is helping them so i'm like if they were really committed to it they would actually go on your terms but it never is you see what i'm saying I, 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 that's a good point i've never heard of like someone going on let's say quote unquote a black platform yeah. where they control exactly. the narrative exactly and they're the ones exactly. where they're yeah. sitting in the hot seat and it's like okay yeah. let me talk to you yeah. because you saw we saw the link with the wash chicken one that guy he sat in um yeah yeah you know what i mean the, the, the club the narrow yeah. Got, yeah the regular the narrow got flipped on you yeah exactly he but, thought he had it in the bag yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had it in the bag <laughs> <laughs> the audacity to come in in front of like three <laughs> ethnic people and talk about you don't wash chicken like you're right like what he says just put it in the oven just put it in the oven oh my god uh, do you know what that that how much that pumped me up oh uh, i mean listen i have to shout out my brother because he sent me that but boy the man said it with such confidence, you know. Confidence. I was like, I don't touch my, I don't touch my chicken when I cook it. I'm thinking, brother, what do you even put on your chicken? He uses tongs. No, he just puts tongs. He just he gets tongs and just puts it straight into the oven. But you know, that one clip is like such a microchasm of what we're talking about. Do you get yeah. it? You've been yeah. audacious enough that you think you're right to the point you're talking to the people that actually know about the thing. You get me? Yeah. So it's like in this situation, I'm like. It will do nobody any good to go onto that platform and debate it. Come to our yeah. platforms and then we can say, talk about it. You know what I mean? But, yeah, but then with Ashley Banjo, should we keep, for instance, for him doing that dance, and should we still, should we be afraid to keep bringing it up if they're going to complain? Like, should no. we keep bringing it up? Keep because, doing it. Because based on what, he, then keep doing the acts like the dance yeah like, like should he should he should he go and keep doing these kind of things nah don't let up because that what's the point and what eventually mean? eventually these things become normalized anyway mm. like the people that have a problem with it their voice gets turned out the the higher the frequency of of like visual you know visual stimuli that actually mm. goes against their opinion you eventually people get tired they can't complain every every time so exactly. i think definitely man you just you have, you have to keep doing what you're doing and listen like at he's a black man yeah i, I know people are mixed race whatever, but he's a black man who's mm. doing his craft and he will know and he will get validated by his people and his team and mm. you know and in the same way if he does something wrong then his community will pull him up on it you know, you don't need to listen to the complaints of people in, in, in Devon or wherever else, wherever it might be. Man. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And also, like, the thing that makes me laugh, I'm like, it's dance. It's art. Well, what is yeah. art meant to do? It's meant to challenge. You know what I mean? So it's all fair and good when, um, when Tracy Yemin does something or when Damien Hurst does something or when Banksy graffiti's on the wall. But... When my man from Essex wants to dance about his reality, it's a problem. I'm like, now nah, we've got to be, we've got to be fair now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, definitely. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's my thoughts on it. Yeah, but don't stop. Don't stop. Like, yeah. To, I think to stop would be defeated. You'd be, yeah. it's a, you're defeated. Like, don't, I'm just saying, yeah, don't go on their platforms to debate it, but still be unapologetic in delivering it.
Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, staying on, I guess, they another bias towards um, how people are treated, especially on social media, is let's talk about um, David Vance. Boy. Um, uh, you know, far-right activist, um, like a proper right-wing nut job on Twitter. Um, yeah. And he, he was taking shots at Marcus Rashford, who is actually doing a lot for not just the black community, like community as a whole, in mm. terms of doing challenging the government on how they feed families, essentially. Um, yeah. And this man, he had the audacity to tweet about a disproportionate problem with Afro-Caribbean communities of black men abandoning their pregnant girlfriends. And then he even went on to question Rashford if he'd ever even met his father. Um, there are calls for this man to be, obviously, to be taken off of Twitter. Mm. Um, he has 170,000 followers. Um, and as far as I know, my man is still on Twitter. <laughs> um, I think he has been suspended, but suspended. like I don't, I don't know because suspended is a funny term to me. Is that has he been permanently banned, or is a suspension like a temporary thing? I don't know. A, a, a suspension for me is a I'm waiting for you stuff to I'm I'm waiting for it to cool down before we allow you to activate. We're giving you two months. You're not allowed to log into your account before so you log into your account. He's only been temporarily suspended. Yeah, no, suspended. Because no, a suspension is not a, a, a complete... Oh, removal. yeah, true, 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 true. Yeah, well, Wiley was... Wiley before. suspended? Yeah, exactly. yeah, it's true. It's true. But was he completely deleted? <laughs> like, they, yeah, they deleted yeah. the code that said Wiley. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. but, but, man, and, like, this is another instance of how do these people... Like, he actually tweeted, child abandonment, father... He's like, didn't you... Didn't your father run off too? And that's what he said to Rashford. Now, for him to sit there and tweet that to the 150,000 followers, and he's got use of using the N-word, and, and I mean, being very offensive, I'm not going to say it, about India. Um, you're like, how is this man able to still use his platform? Well, it's that whole thing, is it? Like, you know, not saying what Wiley did was right, but we have a history of being made the example of in it. Do you know what I'm saying? So that was what the comparison drew from when he had this whole rant. He was like, hang on, what about your Katie's? What about your Tommy's and all of these people that have taken years? Even Trump, do you know what I mean? Let's be real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. even Trump. So for David to come out with something so audacious and offensive, it's just like the fact that it isn't, uh, it's like you can't say like hate is hate and then weeks later he does this and it's like suspension it's like no 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 no. i want the full force of law you came down on wiley with for everyone or else don't do it for anyone do you see what i'm saying like yeah. and that's what we understand intellectually but you know these people are like oh i've seen it i saw all the the defendants the apologists it's like yeah but you know the statistic i'm like well what statistic where are you reading this from do you know what i mean like yeah, like, if you even want to go down this statistic route, like Manso, I'm sure you could you could go in much better than I could. But like, I'm right. like, let's say even if you did decide to entertain the alleged numbers, I'm like, where are you getting this from? Do you know what I mean? Because it's wrong. One and two, it's a racist trope that has existed for decades. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, for me, it's you know, it was good to see he did get suspended. But I'm like, nah, there needs to be more. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 
mad, mad. Yeah, man, I think you're right. First of all, like, you know, with this whole, let's just say, for argument's sake, let's say the statistics are right about black fathers and, and uh, you know, um, black stereotypes. Let's say it's right, just for argument's sake. What gives you, <laughs> what gives you the license <laughs> to talk about a community that you don't even have a foot in? Do you yeah, see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And let's, what gives you the right to have uh, an, an argument about, um, what gives you the right to have a view about a community that I bet you don't know five black people at mm. all. And mm. I bet you don't know what public, you've never used a gas card in your life. So what gives you the right to mm. actually, let's say the statistics are right. What gives you the right to, to come out and, 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 and vocalize just stereotypes like this like some people say oh you know what my taxpayers money goes towards this xyz but listen if you're that concerned about where your taxpayers money goes towards there are a lot more um pressing issues nationally than a few absent fathers you know mm -hmm. so that that doesn't work for me that doesn't stick S stay where you stay in your own lane stick at what you're best at stick at your own community and let and sadly, actually, but let different communities sort out their quote-unquote issues. If there is a problem with black fathers, um, let the black community come and, 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 and rectify those issues. And X, Y, Z for any other community, you don't have a right because you're in a different social position. You're in a different social hierarchy, unfortunately, in a capitalist society. So don't come at me with those uh, just uh, in uh, trying to summarize big, broad, complex issues in, in however many characters doesn't wash. You don't have that right for me. I know and you know what? Yeah. No, no, no. Go on, go on. Marcus Rashford's a better man than me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> He's a better man than me because, boy, if somebody came that personal with me on social media, like a public figure. I don't know, like I wouldn't be as, because he, he gave a really measured response and he was like, um, regardless of whose fault it is, it's never the child's fault that the child goes hungry. And like, I, you know, personally, I don't really think that Marcus Rashford is the footballer that everybody says he is, but he's proved himself to be the man that, that, yeah. that actually a lot of people aren't. And I, I give him credit for that. Mm. Rashford conducts himself very well, socially. In terms of like, yeah. they haven't been able to try to heat him up for anything. Yeah, like, yeah. and that's what they, yeah, they want that reaction because immediately it's like, wow, okay, let's get Rashford suspended as well. Okay, David Vance said this, but Rashford also said this. Yeah, and, and they'll be like, right, it's like a trap. Yeah, exactly. And they'll yeah. be like, Rashford shouldn't say this because look how many followers he has, look how many young people he has. So that, so they, like, why they let, like, little racist man stay in the corner and be racist. But Rashford, he's known to so many people that you can't on. say it. But hang racist on, people. Hang, on, hang on, he's not a little racist. He's got how many hundred thousand? Hundred and seventy thousand. That's not a little rate. That's like you know, that's more than some politicians. You You're right, I mean? Moses. So You're right. you know, yeah, it's, it's not yeah. like how do you? How is he verified? Like how are the men like that verified? Trust me. Man. How is hate speech verified? But I don't know his history. I don't know if he started off. Just as a person, then like, the I don't know like enough. You become racist. <laughs> like, yeah, that is. But well, look at Wiley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, true. It, it, it can true. happen, isn't it? So I'm like, I don't know if he was like, 
a writer beforehand that was very I don't know. I just no, saw that. But the question is yeah. like some people though, like like that's mind your damn business. Like you're saying, yeah. why are you get why are you getting involved in other people's communities? It doesn't yeah. affect you anyway. Why why do you have this feeling about other people's communities? Like, yeah. I don't see other people's communities and think I just hate you because I just need and to it, hate you. And I listen, man. If I if I was if I was petty and I'm uh, you know and I'm not saying this is true, but let's say if I was ignorant and I was petty, do you know how many problems you could identify within the quote unquote white community? You if could, you, you, you could, but it's not tit for tat. And you know, I I think that tells me the fact that you're just uh, uh to me every community has to look after itself because we've tried the multicultural project has failed. Yeah, Britain mm. isn't a multicultural society. And actually, I would argue it never was, precisely because of what we said before. When you go outside big metropolitan areas, it's very different. So multiculturalism has failed for me. You can't depend on society as a whole to deal with um, ethno-religious slash cultural issues, racial issues. You can't because they, they don't have that level of um, awareness to actually appreciate where they stand and where community stand so i think for myself that it doesn't wash it doesn't wash even if the statistics back that up and you mm. can manipulate statistics it is true mm. it is true you can manipulate statistics to show these to show the stereotypes he said even if they do it's not your fight man it's not your issue and Stay here's my thing it. yeah here's the thing we haven't actually <laughs> no one's really saying but it's like it's bad because it's not just David Vards. I put it with all the politics. There was a politician that was debating with, or wanting to debate with Rashford. I forget his name. Tory MP. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know his face. My thing, yeah. Why does feeding children get you so Kevin annoyed? <laughs> Why does feeding kids that can't afford school meals get you so irate? <laughs> like yeah. what is what is inside your soul that wanted to feed children? It's not I'm not talking about like Brexit now or like immigration or you know things. I'm not saying they're right or wrong. I'm like I can see where there's a bit more of an emotional like ah yeah yeah is whatever. I'm like feeding children. No, because I think this man was vexed at the ER scheme being used by so many people, and he's like, oh, it's, like he's saying it's. Doesn't matter, your, it's your family. I'm not talking. I'm saying what he said. I've got the thought. Yeah, I'm not. No, yeah, no, I know. I know you're not. But I'm just saying, like, at the core of it, it was a scheme to feed kids that haven't got that's right. Food. Yeah. How does that get you vexed as a grown person? He feels it's yeah. a parent's job to feed his kids. That's what he said. It's the parent's job to feed their children. And then Rashford's response to him was, "Do you not think parents want to feed their children?" Like yeah, exactly. he, was, he was asking him the question. That is what they want to do. They want to feed their kids. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't know. There's some. I'm saying you're probably living in some kind of bubble, because you are, man. Because yeah. food prices are regulated by things outside of the control of parents, right? Mm. The import of food is con is uh, controlled outside of the role of parents. Um, how much things supermarkets are able to sell? We saw it with COVID are outside of the control of parents. So just saying that it's a parent's job to feed their child, let's not even get into employment or anything like that. It's mm. You can't blame parents for every single thing. The conditions have to be right for parents to actually be able to feed their children. And if parents can't feed their children, it's a systematic issue. I mm. don't know who follows people, who would follow somebody like this that's got such a short-sighted view, man. But mm. people... People that also have short-sighted views. Yeah, yeah it's true. It's true. 
but you know, generally the ones that have the short sight of you probably can't feed their kids too. So I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They don't see it. They don't see it. It's a, it's a catch like, 22. It's a catch boy, 22. People love suffering, you know. This country loves to suffer. Trust like, me, man. Damn, damn, Trust damn. Me. Because it's like you can't take that argument intellectually further because I'm like, well, hang on a second. The only reason you don't then have to pay for your medical care is because those same taxes fund your NHS. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, asking your same taxes to fund meals, not for every child, for those children that cannot afford it, or mm. for the families, should I say, that can't afford it. I'm like, well, then essentially what you're saying is you don't want anything from the government. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's right. What else yeah. is the parents' responsibility? Yeah, because let's be honest, like, parents, <laughs> like, as, a, as, a, as anyone, an adult, people don't want to seem weak and, like, they don't want handouts. They don't want mm. someone to feed their kids to look like they can't provide for their kids. So yeah. it wouldn't make sense that they would be saying, oh, I'm looking for some kind of handout here. Yeah. That's yeah. trying to exploit the system. It makes no sense, but the guy yeah. don't understand it. Boy. Cool. Um, yeah, so um, basically uh, other news in this week, which is actually from today, so that kind of dates this episode, but we're back to only six people can hang out at one time ever um but only in public apparently and um i'm tr- i'm struggling to understand what what what's going on with this government and what is the plan behind this um we're, we're only about to be, be with six people um at a time because it's a, it's illegal to be in groups of more than six people however um restaurants are still open as per pubs are still um operating um gyms are still operating so i'm struggling to see how this six people thing is is moving what what's, what what do you guys think about this sorry um, first of all sorry moses cuz andrew just said something sorry to cut you off so i can't come for example to your house like in a group of six you can't come if there's seven people they can't come to my house to have a drink but we can go to the pub and one of you can sit at a separate table with other, with 20 other men that are drunk yeah okay you could also go to a wedding of 30 people and i mean 30 like included everybody um or a funeral um or i think work as well so i can go to work at home well obviously your work is meant to be covid safe you know whatever that means but you could work don't quote me on this but i was listening to it on the radio the other day if like there are some exceptions so it's like if you are working like say for example uh last week i did a, a recording with the bbc and fair play it was like socially distant and stuff but there was probably about 30 people in in the building it was a big building don't get me wrong but like i don't know how they're policing this because it's like you know what i mean what is work what if tomorrow we decided well, actually, let's get Manda to cook and all of us are reviewing his food for our yeah. blog. Like, is that what? Like, there's, I'm yeah. not trying to say I'm looking for loopholes, but I'm like, there's definitely something intellectually, there's definitely some hypocrisy here. Like you said, I think it you can make, f- you can go to the pub. Like, is this what, what I think? spiritual bondage with the pub and the Brits. Like, let it go. <laughs> let, That's true. It's so let true. Let it go. Like, it's not to say you can't buy your own little cans and drink them at home. Like, yeah. let it go. Like, no, it's the, the pub. pub. You need to be in the pub. You need <laughs> to get a pint. You need to get a pint drawn. You need from to get the tap. drawn. 
And you need to play, <laughs> like, need to sit like, with all the guys watching football. Listen, man. I had an Irish uncle, and he taught me about pub culture. And I like going to the pub. But even me, I'm like, come on, man. Like, there are more important things, like, right now than sitting down. Like, the amount of pubs near me, I just walk past. I'm like, you can't then go on the news and cuss young people for spreading this. I'm like, listen, where's the worst place to spread this? When people are a bit loose, there's liquids, there's flipping tables. There's and now there's I'm football like, as well, so everyone's gathering closer to watch the football window. I'm like, one drive through East London, I was like, yeah, you know, this is, yeah, the R number's gone up. Um, but my thing is like, again, it goes back to what we were saying with the David Vance. It's all or nothing, in my opinion. You even like, do like all of the other sensible nations of the world and just deal with the team properly. Or you don't. Like, you, you, they're trying to have their cake and eat it in a sense of like, we want to keep some level of economy going. And don't get me wrong, I understand that viewpoint. But you just have to kind of, it gets to a point where you have to choose life or money, isn't it? And they're yeah, choosing man. money. And yeah. that's not what I would choose. Um, because that's the thing, because you're right, because there's no money in people hanging out together with, in a group of six. Like, yeah. you can't make money from me sitting at home with my friends. Yeah. With more than six people, so you can arrest me for that because I'm not make I'm not yeah. making you money. But yeah. if I did that in a setting where <laughs> I can do that in the pub, yeah, yeah we yeah, can yeah. we can do that in the pub. And at this point, when like do you know when like some people can talk with authority, like you know when you're in school and people talk with authority, like a teacher, and you like you listen to them. Mm. At this point, like Boris opening his mouth and saying something like. No, it's illegal to that six people. You know where that teacher that you look at and they say it and you're like, bro, why are you talking? And then you yeah, can just yeah, walk yeah. away. Like he's made a mockery of you of you taking it seriously. Of any words that mm. come out of your mouth, I like what are you gonna do? And mm, yeah, yeah. and I can't help but feel, I can't help but feel it, it might be just me, that like this six people thing, like a lot of minority families have more than six people gathering. Like, like you can your your family is like an exception to give them a bit of credit. Like if you have a family of I mean, I'm one of six, so in no, my mom's house, one no, of but eight. Like, it, yeah, but that's oh, okay. But I'm talking yeah. about like for instance, extended family, a barbecue. Uh, oh yeah, no, 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 no. But no, 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 hang on. No, no, hang on. Like Moses, like say yeah, all like you and your family you all go to the pub. Mm. Alright, so the six of you, but let's say there's one more. Um, so if my so whole family, that... eight people went to the pub. Right. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, your whole family goes to the pub. Yeah. So there's, does one person, because now you're, you're a family, but you're in a public set. See, I don't even know these rules. That tells you everything. So yeah. does, one, does, one of your, does one of your family members have to just go and sit somewhere else, even no, though you're a family? Legally, Yeah. this is where we get, you know, legally. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Legally, we're allowed to go as one household to a okay. restaurant or a pub. But the problem then comes with like enforcement and who's checking, because it's like, yeah, you know, when you look like me and I show up with eight of us and then they're like, with one family, are they gonna believe me? And then are they gonna believe me? I don't know. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I'm not one tried it, but like, I definitely heard that on the radio. They were talking with like some somebody from the government, like just taking questions about it because it was that obviously complicated, and it's just like. As a family, you could, if you have, you know, because there are situations where it's like, 
you might have five kids and you know the two parents and you go out to eat or whatever you can do it but also no one's really talking about if like if uh if restaurants are allowed to exclude if they were like well we're only gonna have groups of six i don't know if that's happening or what you know what i mean yeah, yeah I don't, that I, is that i don't is, know that is, you know what i mean uh, so i know that it, yeah it's not like a government thing it's not illegal by the government but who knows man it's such a weird one to police and then how do you police it like what let's show me some ids well that's complex because not all families have the same surname and you know not all families share the same bit like it's just like yeah so my idea so if they're policing the fact that you have to only only six people can be together at one time where is that being policed is it in, is that to, in terms of someone's house because if i'm because all the social I things for instance, yeah, are open. Yeah. yeah so because if everything's open still mm. and you're still allowed to go to these things where there's a lot of people um mm. The only way that it's like a regular that if you just see a group of six people in a park, which ain't gonna happen now because we're going to winter, even though it's funny, but ignore that. But mm. like, it's only if the police happen to knock on your door and say, "How many people you got in your house right now?" Well, you know no, I think is? it's more like. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Matt. No, no, I, I just I was gonna say I read this morning that I mean this is bad though. Yeah, the the government is encouraging people to actually snitch. So like. Yeah. If yeah. I'm your neighbor, if I'm your neighbor and I see that you've got like ten men yeah. in your in your garden, you like, know some people are gonna be snitching. Some, some yeah, people yeah. will. I we all know. Looking we all know. Be looking over the fence, yeah, and hearing the loud music or something, yeah, and yeah, being yeah, like, yeah. "Hello, Mr. Officer." Yeah. 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 So, like, yeah. <laughs> apparently that's one way that they're going to do it and stuff. But um, like, there was a guy, like a 19-year-old guy, got like a 10 gram fine. I think 10 gram fine just mm. yesterday. Because mm. that's what happened. Like people snitched on him. Yeah. Um, that I know. That's how they're going about doing it. Um, <laughs> Little yeah, Vera from across the road. I can see her. I can see her on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the kids from the blinds, did it? <laughs> yeah. I was. Yeah. So, that's what I was going to yeah. say. I think they're. I, I think they're really policing it in like uh, home areas. Yeah. And, like parties and gatherings barbecue that kind of thing as opposed mm. to me that's absurd remember when they tried to police saying that you can't have um you can have your you can't have um sex with your your significant other remember they tried to stop that i mean uh, like jokes, they're making man. jokes like they're, yeah. they are making jokes yeah how would that yeah, be policed <laughs> the but the thing i uh, you know the funny thing is I read that. I think it was in the complete opposite happened in uh, the Netherlands, where they were actually actively saying like find like find the body, and just yeah yeah and I just, heard that. So yeah yeah yeah. So it's like I don't know, man. I don't, there's no there's no consistency, and it's like they're just asking people. Nobody's gonna stick to that type of rule. Let's be honest. No. So I feel like the government's just making these rules and they're picking like arbitrary numbers six why six nobody knows why six yeah. <laughs> what's the difference between five and six nobody knows beef. like huh one of them is the market of beef yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay mate, yeah. yeah 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 Let's, if if you that man has that type of religion in him then i'd be fine with it but you don't have no morals on no religion so yeah, yeah i don't yeah. think that's his thinking but yeah. um I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. And like you say, I, I I was listening to the radio this morning in the car, 
and people were saying, you know what, it's fine if it's just six people because we'll grow out, we'll go out in like groups of three and we'll all just <laughs> look at your faces. We'll all go out and um there'll be, I don't know, 10, 18 of us and we'll do it that way and then we'll all get to see each other, but we'll just pretend we're not together. So people are mocking it, man. Like yeah, from when um Matt Lucas and Man then Man there, they, they bodied yeah. Boris Johnson. Oh, I don't know, you saw his skit. Yeah, like yeah, they were yeah. just taking the so nobody's gonna listen and the dominant comments so nobody's gonna listen now so i feel like it doesn't matter what rules in place i don't want to i don't want to get in trouble but i just if it was me i'd encourage everybody to follow the rule that works for them and that's bad because i shouldn't really want to do that but like for example no but i hear you i hear you no but it's like moses for example your family like as a as a family unit your family unit's different in number and everything else to mine and your living arrangements mine i say moses do what works for you yeah like if you yeah, know yeah. if you know your parents and your brothers and sisters if you know they're quite sensible and safe yeah. i'd say do what works for you yeah and likewise yeah. to anybody else that's the way i because what can you do man anything they come out with doesn't work anything i'll tell you what you can do though see what you can do you can <laughs> shut the pub <laughs> that's you easy yeah no you, you cannot <laughs> encourage them to shut the pub <laughs> you can you, you can shut the you are no. taken down <laughs> well, you, you can shut the pub, you can shut the gyms. Um, what else? Try to think what else have they opened recently? Restaurants and stuff. Uh, restaurants, you can shut the restaurants. Listen, hospitality, I love me a bit of luxury and hospitality, but I'm like, it's just illogical. It doesn't make sense, bro. Like, mm. you just can't say you need six people in your household. And no, that's I, think, it. I think the pub is the worst one. It's just in terms And then I can go to the pub. No, I think the pub is the worst one. It's just the fact that. There's, there's strangers that are inebriated and yeah. no matter what if someone comes in and tells a drunk football hooligan to move away from you with his mate he's telling him yeah. to F off I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. And yeah. They're, they're, they're touching each other and they're feeling it and it's like that yeah. is one of the most you, you, you have to shut down the places where people get drunk or high or whatever for instance that won't be able to control what they're doing yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And you know like um yeah, man. yeah, it's different though. But like, even in pubs and stuff, like you just drinking from those different glasses and. Oh. You know, I would have, I would have want, I would want to be about that. But I know certain guys that when the pubs first opened, like they were at the pub they eight o'clock in the morning waiting. <laughs> I swear to you, I swear to you, when the pub, like the spoons, I know I'm not gonna bake them up. But I'm in a decent them. pub, you know, Weatherspoons. <laughs> I know you know the it's going to be done then. The same bread that said, like, you lot haven't got a job. Yeah. Waiting outside the spoons and then just putting it on social media, like, oh, you know what, I got me my, my first pint of it, first pint of lockdown. Like, That's how people roll, man. But spiritual bondage. But this is the other part that they're not talking about. I'm like, well, hang on a second. In my house, I don't know, have you got air conditioning in your house? No, I just got a fan. Have you, Mansour? No. No. Restaurants and pubs, air conditioning, air circulate. Like the whole point of this thing is like the reason people aren't going to work is like you don't want to be in places that circulate air. So yeah, I'm like the do. one, the one place you're saying is okay to go is like the most likely place to circulate air. Even and gyms. And with, gyms. And gyms. Even if you're not sat with anybody, I'm just like nah. Uh, it, it, it could be a conspiracy too. In fact, well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, actually. I was thinking about this as well because I was thinking like 
when the lockdown eased initially, summer was beginning, if you remember. Yeah. And now summer's coming to an end, we're sort of tightening things again. And I, I'm not saying it's true, but I was wondering to myself, was it a case of like, let's open up for summer because that's when people will go out and about. And then when summer's down, mm. just tighten things again. And then Christmas, open things again. Mm. Like there is a correlation there in terms of the initiative and, 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 and seasons and stuff like that. And when people are likely to go out. Because nobody's really, really going to go out on like a cold October yeah. night. You know? Well, you You'll say go that out. now. You'll go to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, that's why the pub is always there for you. No, the pub that's is what always there. They'll go to the pub. And, yeah, you know, yeah. like, also, you can still go to like church or the mosque mm. or the temple and stuff. And I'm not saying like, I don't want that to happen. But equally, I'm also a bit like, isn't that Very. still a bit mad too? Like, yeah, definitely, man. Still a bit like I put it all in the same thing. I'm like, if it's if the thing is rising, you just gotta lock everything off, in my opinion. Yeah. People like well, that's what you, that's the only way to really control it. You yeah. have to you have to take significant action. Look, two weeks we gotta do this. Shut up. We yeah. don't wanna hear no complaints. Yeah. It's done. And yeah. then, yeah. but instead yeah. of being like, no, but I don't wanna hurt people there. I don't wanna do this. Come on, let yeah. let 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 people have this, and then we can do this, yeah. and then we can shut up. It's not gonna be done that way. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, and I mean, I'm talking from it. Listen, it may, I don't know, for people listening, it might sound like, you know, there maybe I have a sort of privilege, you know, I'm coming from a profession that isn't happening at the moment mm. anyway. So it's like, if anybody that wants things to open, it's me. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I'm like, it just doesn't make sense. I'm like, you could open a pub, but you can't go to a club. You, you can't know what I mean? an event, like a bar, you like can't a go to an event, like you know what I mean, in a field with bare people, like mm. outdoors. You can sit and yam food under air conditioning, just to keep the hospitality industry going, and you can sing and do this all in the church. But I can't go see my grandma, you know, with like yeah. you know. I'm just like, come on, man. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's yeah, either all wrong or it's not. You know what I mean? But yeah, like I've walked past. We're just talking about pubs seems like we're picking on pubs. I've walked past pubs and stuff that they look like they're doing it right, but you can't trust everybody to, yeah. to, 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 to follow that set standard and stuff. And so mm. what's the option? Either everybody has to be in or you can't give anybody anything, unfortunately. And the reason I say we're picking on pubs is because pubs are the only ones that opened up any other kind of drinking event area. Sure. So yeah. that makes no yeah. sense. Why? Yeah, yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a they they were <laughs> the speed at which they opened their phone. Like, <laughs> like, Trust me. Trust me. When I'm thinking day. about those guys and it was like eight AM sesh, like on Mate. a Saturday or whatever, we're going because we've just missed it. I'm you know them ones where you go to the airport and you've got like a six AM little Gatwick flight and there's yeah. money there. With the pint, oh, like, yeah, and proud. I'm looking for the breakfast. Bre- I'm looking for breakfast. How even? How they even going down your stomach? <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing these guys, and they're they're going down, and you go like they've been there for ages. I'm thinking, Mate. I just want like a, I just want a croissant or something. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like you've got That's some bitters at like five yeah. years. <laughs> but here's here's what pisses me off. Yeah, you could have a drink at like in an airport. Yeah, think about this. In an airport where you're gonna get on an aeroplane, you can get lit and drunk, yeah. But like Sunday at six PM, 
shops have to close in the UK. <laughs> like, yeah. Trading yeah. laws, there's still weird trading laws where I can't go to a shop at 9 a.m., you know, yeah. apart from maybe a boss man. Tesco don't open till 11 a.m. on yeah. a Sunday. But yeah, 24 yeah. 7, if I go to an airport, I can get the rules change, man. I'm you just find whatever you want. Mate. Yeah, man. And then you get you go on the plane and you get those little, you get the little. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah, alcohol is. It's spiritual bondage, man. I keep it saying is, it. Is, it's it's, it's like, me. where... Yeah, I don't know. And I like a drink, don't get me wrong, but like, <laughs> I also want this thing just to be done. So I'm like, come on, man, let's just, let's just do it right. Look at yeah. all the other nations. Like, you know, I saw this one article that was so racist. It was like, scientists can't work out why Africa is handling the, the coronavirus so well. I'm like, hang on a second. Like, it's not hard. They just... <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not hard at all. These men in certain countries have had other outbreaks and they know what to do. You get me? Yeah. And they yeah. stick to the rules. You know what I mean? Like yeah, Ebola, yeah. they've cured polio, they've been through dengue, all of these things. Like they're not, it's not their first rodeo, sadly. So, mm. you know, they got on the testing quick, they got on a quick kit that can, you know, did you see in Senegal, like how good they've been dealing with it? They've got mm. like a $1 testing kit, you know, they've got hand washing things all over the city. They've got like they've just they just planned. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like that's all it is. It's not yeah. hard. They just uh, you know, look at my girl from St. Kitts, the one that was like, two weeks, you have to have two weeks supply in your like, pretend like it's a hurricane, like just take it mm. seriously. You know what I mean? For real, man. Yeah, like, we're too pampered here. Definitely. Too too pampered. You know, definitely, man. man. How many Cobra meters did Boris miss? You know what I mean? Trust. Like, we've known yeah. about this thing since October last year. And you only want to act like you're doing something now? I'm like, nah. Legit, nearly mm. a year later when you deep it. Yeah, man. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It. A year later, they still haven't figured. I'm not trying to say you're going to understand what the virus is or create a vaccine, but I'm like, but there are actually. It has actually almost been a whole year of this. No, but like, there are certain things that you don't have to be a scientist to just think rationally and logically yeah. and just, yeah, I get you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the economy, they, they care about the economy more, that's why. Exactly. Like, uh, did you see with um, Lord Sugar as well? Or, was no. He... I couldn't Lord Sugar either. Ah, uh, <clears throat> mate. He was on one of these shows. Maybe it was, it wasn't Good Morning Britain. But anyway, he was basically <laughs> complaining, like saying people should go back to work. Um, it's time to, to get, you know, get dressed and whatever. But basically yeah, the story yeah. is all of his property empire is empty in central London, yeah. isn't it? And he yeah, was like, yeah. yeah, it's the bank's fault. You know, the bank have realised that people can stay at home and do the same job and not have to have a brick and mortar. I'm like, oh, yeah, obviously. Like, <laughs> we're not idiots. Do you know what I mean? But he's still clinging on to his old world of like, yeah, no, yeah, they, they don't understand. I need, I need you worker ants to go work in my building. I'm like, bruv, we've lost that. Like, do you know hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah, they don't understand it, though. They don't understand they it. And, you know, they want the economy to be this model that it's always been. And I'm like... I feel yeah, if they were proactive enough, there could have been alternate ways of looking at it. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, but yeah, they're just it's trying true, to regurgitate the same thing. And like, yeah. things have changed, man. Do you know what I mean? But it's it's stupid, absolutely stupid. Yeah. Right. Um, I was going to touch on one thing just really quickly before we finish because I, I don't think we had to um could go past it was um Chadwick Boseman's passing. Which is a very, we, we, I was shocked when I heard about it completely. Same. Um, nobody yeah. knew he had um, cancer. 
Um, he yeah. kept it to himself while he was before, like he had cancer when he was doing all those movies, all the Black Panther yeah. movies and everything. He kept it to himself. Um, like rest in peace, man. Um, how do you, do you feel like? I mean, how do you feel like as a as an actor? How how, how do you guys think about uh, what do you think of him as an actor? Like, do you think he did a lot for yeah, black yeah, yeah, yeah. black actors, especially in Hollywood? You know what? It really like crystallized it for me when I looked at like my nephew and also like friends I have that have like kids around that age of four or five that to them Black Panther is like their hero you know what I mean yeah. it's like oh my gosh there's like someone that looks like me on the screen and is like a superhero you know what I mean like, I'm not just a lame like one have you seen Black you know Lightning that's pretty Black Lightning nah. uh, yeah nah, you nah, nah. a proper <laughs> It sounds it, bro. <laughs> black lightning. Lightning's not even black. Like, what's <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, yeah, no, I haven't. No, but yeah, they, they, there was a real, yeah, as you were saying, there's a real, there's a real hero, in especially the yeah. Marvel world that they put. Do you know on, what I mean? Yeah, on the big stage. And like, I remember going to see Black Panther and Shut like, down. just. Just remember that energy that it was like there was. Bro, so I couldn't find a parking space in Greenwich, Odeon, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it was yeah, two weeks right. after premiere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Right. It had such like, I mean, I remember the hype, and it was well justified. But even now, it still has that same like shockwave of like, no, that was actually a moment. You know what I mean? Like everything about that, you know, was so good and so like culture defining. Like yeah. looking back on it, you know, and. To, I didn't really know much about him as an actor outside of that. It's only now I'm sort of learning a bit more. But it's sad, man. Like to think man was going through all of that and you know It makes sure that actually how really strong he actually is. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, sad, I think like, twenty twenty. Yeah, like as if it wasn't bad enough. It is like for me, I think I I saw him as somebody that never actually reached his peak yet, to be honest mm. with you. Because um, obviously a lot of people are saying he's iconic and stuff. And like what Moses says, before Black Panther, I didn't really know about him too much. I think I only saw him in like one other film. Mm. Um, but it's just sad because like that was, a, he was a guy who, I, from how I understand it and from thinking about him now more and seeing what he was in and stuff, Un- not untapped but unmet potential unmet potential would that be the way to yeah. put it or he never reached that peak if you know what I mean and he had that there for him um, so it's sad man you know, rest, rest in peace and yeah, yeah um, people people are fighting silent battles out there you know yeah um, as, yeah. I was, as you say that um, a big message should be um, there was an interview with a co-worker, a co-worker he had on a movie. I can't. I think it was on the Five Bloods movie um, that said that during like during filming, like he kept getting like for instance massages and like Chadwick Boseman getting all these kind of like pampered treatments in his trailer. And at the time, he was like he was kind of hating. Like he was like, "What's like why okay. getting all this kind of stuff and blah blah blah." Like is he does he think he's better than us kind of thing. Like he actually broke down crying during this interview because he felt like. Because he, he didn't know anything about the cancer. Um, but he just saw this pampered star getting all this kind of luxury treatment. And he realised, like, he didn't know what he was going through. So mm-hmm. you really don't understand people's battles, no matter yeah. what you see on the surface. 
That's Correct. Right. Yeah. As a celebrity, it could have been so easy. He could have, it could have come out and he could have had the sympathy vote or the sympathy effect that would have people people were probably clamoring more to his films. Yeah. And more more sympathy, but he did it silently to mm. seem like just to provide for his family. Like everything yeah. he did was to just have a foothold on his family, and you really yeah. can't. It just goes to show, like, no matter what people battled are facing, you can't on the surface say, oh, look at this guy. Look at what we're yeah. doing. We're doing all yeah. Because do you remember that period as well when, like, it's so sad to look back on it now where I guess he's probably going through it and he lost quite a lot of weight. On yeah, Twitter. yeah, yeah. And people, do you remember when, like, Twitter was like, oh, my gosh, he's lost the vibranium or, the, you know, proper yeah. making jokes about it. And I was just like, you look at that now and you're like, you know what I mean? Sometimes, man, people just need to rest. But he just let it ride. Like, he didn't. Yeah. It wasn't like, yeah. it didn't come out at that point to be like, oh, guess what he has. It, mm. The thing is, as well, like, I can imagine that if you're going through all that, you probably just, I don't know, you, 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 you let that slide. That doesn't affect you because you're dealing with a beast that's much bigger. Um, yeah. It could be that. It could be, it could have been a case of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but no, my thing wasn't even more on him. It was more on like, to Andrews and your point, like you just never know what people are going through, and as like no uh, audience and I guess a spectator, it's just like sometimes people are just so quick to judge. You know what I mean? Especially celebrities. No idea. Yeah. Especially no celebrities. Yeah, man. Real loss. Real loss. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna say one last thing. Um, do you guys think they should make another Black Panther movie? Like, I don't know if they finished Aaron two, but do you feel like mm. they can recast him, or do you think it's one of those ones where? we need some time before recasting can be done. I think, I, I was thinking about this actually. I do think there should be some time, but I think there is a, a happy medium of like, in my opinion, like to almost write a suitable end into his story. Do you see what I mean? Like mm. whether that be he dies or he goes, or, like I think there is I'm a way gonna, I don't do want, I don't want there to be an end to Black Panther because this is a hero that no. we finally have in Marvel. That, yeah. that like I would like, and the thing, the thing, because of what a great job um, he yeah. did as Killmonger, I think yeah. like Michael B. Jordan would have been perfect to <laughs> to fill those shoes before yeah. he was, like. Or if they did something where, for instance, Killmonger, no, Killmonger died, didn't that's the problem. No spoiler. The thing is, a lot of people were saying like, "Oh, bring Michael B. Jordan back and make him but the Black died. Panther." But he died. I know, I know, I know. But <laughs> I think like you can't push that. You no, can't, no, 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 it doesn't make sense, and it's almost like. Yeah, um, I would. Yeah, yeah. I would sense. like to see. They better not do time travel to do that. But what I'm saying is, like, I want to see. I still want to see someone in the Black Panther shoes. Like, yeah, I, I feel we need a black actor to fill those shoes because we still need someone in that Marvel universe. Yeah. Um, I still think Chadwick he held the candle to, to create the path, but like yeah. the, we've had like three, four Spider Mans. Mm. I think we can yeah. have. We need. We need this character. For, yeah, for yeah. black for black people and the youth as a whole. We can't get rid of this character. Yeah. And, I and I mean generally as well are like, you know, it's not like um you've ditched one actor and put another in. I think people would be understanding and they would appreciate that you're yeah. never gonna be able to replicate what Chadwick did. And mm -hmm. so it's almost like the closing of a chapter but the start of a new one type of thing. I think people yeah. would appreciate that in time. I don't think yeah. you can rush it and just do another film in like, I don't know, the next one or two years. But yeah. I think, yeah, I agree. I agree. It's good to not. It's good. It's it. You don't have to let the film die with him, type of a thing. Um, no. 
yeah, I, I'm I'm an advocate for for like multiple Black Panther movies and stuff, definitely. Mm. Yeah, and I mean that was the character, wasn't it? It was like it, the idea is it's meant to yeah yeah because he he's like not just, yeah he gets yeah. the powers from someone else, so someone can actually it's not like yeah. they just put a new faith in his face and say oh you're him yeah they yeah, can actually yeah, yeah. get someone else to take the ring yeah I think there is a good good right and you know Andrew this is your world I think there's a good way to write it into the story you know what I mean but as Mansell said I think there needs to be a bit of time but it shouldn't like no, it shouldn't be the end of it. it shouldn't be end of yeah. it shouldn't be end of yeah. But rest in peace, Chadwick, man. Um, mm, definitely, yeah. You did a lot for you did a lot for the industry, and you did a lot for black actors. Mm. Um, yeah, I just want to say that at the end. But that is another episode of Chain Saltfish. Thanks for joining us, guys. Um, thank thank for joining you, Moses Mandela. Um, Mantle, we miss you, Mandela. But you yeah. Shout out, Mandela, man. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, that was no episode of Saltfish. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram. At Chinese Thoughtfish, and you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. It's um, Chinese Thoughtfish everywhere. Until next time, peace.